Welcome to Liberty Chats. My name is Gabe Woolley. I am a teacher in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and an Emerging Leader Council member. Today, I will be sitting down with Ryan Walters, the Oklahoma State Superintendent of Education, and we'll be discussing different aspects of education, both in Oklahoma and throughout the United States. Ultimately, what we're seeing is this idea, this attack on the family unit. Gender ideology is just one way of doing That's that. That's exactly right. Right. If you convince men they can be women and women they can be men and then start that at the lower level of children, yep. well, you've totally infiltrated the structure in the family unit where you have ideally God and then you have father, mother, and children all equally important in their roles. Mm -hmm being the strong form of government that is put out into society mm -hmm. and then being fruitful multiplying and creating going on and creating a society that is fostered by that motive mm -hmm. but we're seeing men be put out of place women be put out of place and targeting children to be put out of place ultimately whether you want to look at this as spiritual or quite in the natural an attack someone on the outside or even on the inside weakening us we're really seeing a strategy be we think that, you know, we there's always these possibilities and people talk about nuclear wars and some attack coming from the outside. The attack is on the inside. It's already in America coming from the inside out, weakening us for if something were to happen on the outside, we would be the target for it. And that's why it's so important for us on the state level to be addressing these Absolutely. issues, to be handling them in the classroom with the students, with the parents, from smallest form of government outward. That's and right. the, outer, the outer forms of government should be the ones with the least amount of power. Yep. Luckily, our founders, you know, addressed this and that, you know, education is an issue that was left entirely to the states. And we've seen the federal government try to trample that many times. But the reality is, is the states can determine what the schools look like, what's taught, who can teach, things like that. And then what we've pushed for in our state is I want to push as much of that power down to the family. Right. I want to empower the family as much as possible in our education system. So if you if you live by that model, as, as a state, your policy is push the feds out of their overreach, get the power back in the state where it belongs, and then with your power, you push as much of that down to the family unit, well, now you're going to be in a much better place when you start looking at how decisions are made for kids. You start looking at an education system that, again, the schools, the teachers should be responding to the families, to the parents. And you start moving back to that model, and then you're, you're going to have a much better education system for all kids of all backgrounds. Imagine if we just start looking at the way things were scientifically, the way they were from creation, and right. capitalizing on the way that they were made to be, mm -hmm. on the way that bio biology was set, as if almost as if a higher power knew what they were doing. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> if we partner with that rather than fight against it, which that's we are right. naturally inclined to fight against it, that's part of our nature too. Sure. But it's amazing if you just look at the basic biology and science you could put religion aside and we could have this argument here about well if we can be scientific about it then if we if you're not a religious family sure. or you don't want to participate in the religious aspect of it we'll follow the science of it follow mm -hmm. the biology of it how the brain development of a child works through time and why mm -hmm. we structure education the way we structure it and why we involve their parents and why bonds are set between mother and child and mm -hmm. father and child and the role of the father and the role of the mother and how they balance each other and one is not more important than the other and the idea of giving power back to the people and giving mm -hmm. power back to the families all based off of the way it was made to be in the first place anyways That's but right. we see everything fighting against that yep in every way yeah i mean you see that you see that from the federal government, you see that from these from these left-wing groups, they are fighting to undermine the family. It, it's Marxism at its core. You, you are trying to dissolve the family's influence to try to put the state in the place of family and faith. 
Mm-hmm. And so what we should be doing is protecting the family, protecting faith, and then really pushing to say, listen, if you build an education system based on what families' desires are, you protect religious liberty, you get back to the basics in teaching math, reading, history and science, real history, and history with an understanding and appreciation for this great country that we live in, yeah. well, now we've gotten first things first. Yeah. You know, you've gone back to that, mo- that mode of looking at things. And this is where the alignment has just gotten so far off where we're focusing on these, these you know, social justice issues rather than the things that, frankly, if you went out there, it should cross party lines. And I hear this all the time. I do. I talk to folks, uh, you know, that are Democrats who go, listen, you're right on this. Okay. Like, you know, hey, we might agree on everything, but look, our schools have to get back to the focus on what we know to be beneficial for not only for the economy and workforce, but just life in general. These are the basic understandings of, of subject matters that are going to empower you in a way in life that, that's important. And that should speak volumes that we're even having that cross-party lines there because we are seeing things become so far left and so far right that they're totally illogical that even people in the middle or who would be on the opposing side of us are like, okay, this is too far. Mm-hmm. We've even seen things with the LGBTQ community with the transgender wave. A lot of people who identify as gay or lesbian are like, okay, I am not on board with this transgender issue. Mm-hmm. This is too far. You're attacking children. You're totally going against science and biology here. The perversion has no limits. I always talk about how there's the scale with perversion and it always wants more. If you think that you can give in to some level of perversion and have just this part and avoid this part, it always wants more. If you're, if you're someone who is uh, struggling with some sort of addiction, if, if you think you can control that and the perversion of it, okay, I'll go this far, but I'll never do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you'd be out of your mind to think that you could somehow control it. But what, what we do see is more and more, it's always more perverse. We see pedophilia trying to be normalized as the next LGBTQIA alphabet changing the verbiage. Minor attracted person, trying to get away from the word pedophile. Mm -hmm. Give it a new label, give it a new name to sensitize people to it Mm -hmm. and bring it in and then now trying to attach it to the LGBTQ movement and other aspects of, you know, things that I've been through in my own life and um, at some point in my life having even been a former member of the LGBTQ community, something Mm -hmm. that I haven't talked too much about lately, but we're working on a you know, a short film explaining that process. Mm-hmm. Why am I even making this detransitioner documentary? Well, because mm-hmm. of my own identity struggles and mm-hmm. things I, I saw the danger of and experienced it from childhood all the way to adulthood first time. And I decided I, I have to go back to my principles, my core values, what was important to me, what has been successful in my life. And now in the place that I'm advocating for other people who are now, because now I've seen the dangers of it and experienced mm-hmm. it firsthand. And now I see children being targeted with this. And it was just we're even we're seeing things being taken so extremely that people are actually waking up to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that is one positive thing we're seeing when we have some of this major polarization with things. Ultimately, I want us to be united. Yeah. But we are seeing people coming in and playing a role that they have been placed in for this time, shaking things up and waking people just enough so we can be aware of, the, okay, this is actually bad. This is actually at my doorstep and I didn't even realize it. We see leaders like Trump. Pe- some people can't like get on board and is how some are conservative they can't get on board with his personality though there's a there's a certain place in a season at a time where we do need something to get a job done to get us to the next place that's right even if the person doesn't fit your perfect ideal candidate or make you feel nice all the time right and i think we are in a place in a culture and a time and oklahoma is no exception to this and i think again we are going to be the you know the city on a hill the example for other states and i oklahoma is going to be the best that it can be i'm also a big believer i want to see us 
thrive in other areas. I want us mm -hmm. to be producing our own media, making our own movies, bringing people with values here to Oklahoma so it can be successful so that we can continue our economy, getting that and then getting that those finances into the classroom and having more options that ultimately make Oklahoma the best that it can be. And I believe it will be top of all the 50 states. Well, I love how you said that because one, one of the things that I think we do so many times when we talk about education is is we almost park it over here. Right, exactly. And, and, and my belief is, no, 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 education touches all of the things. Honestly, education is a pathway for our, our economy to be better, our, our criminal justice system to be better, um, our health to be better, our, our overall our society to be better. Because what you start seeing it is if you view it as, you know, it's part of the community. It's part of growing the community. It's part of driving home what the values of the community are. You start looking at it like that and you go, hold, you know, hold on a second. Education is much bigger than just an educational standard over here or a certificate here. No, no, no. It's much larger than that. It's really the future of what the state can be. And so when I look at it, I look at it through the prism of our state can be a, the leader in the country. Absolutely. But we have to get the education question right. You get that right. You can have these strong societies, you can have strong communities, you can have jobs that are available, and you can have kids that grow up to live a, with a great family where they want to stay here. They want to give back. They want to do things like that. And, and I think that's, that's, that's the future that Oklahomans deserve, and that's a, the future I'm going to continue to try to fight for with all that I can to, for that to be a reality. Absolutely, and I really think that we do need to be not compartmentalizing everything. And... I have found myself ended up working in so many different areas that I wouldn't think I would work in, but ultimately my focus at the end of the day is on the family. So education hits that. Yep. We are struggling with some things, not being a high-performing state when it comes to our DHS system in Oklahoma. Some things are going well, some things are not. We have room for growth in that area. When it comes to addressing issues with, with crime and with our prison systems, everything is everything and it starts in the classroom and then it starts in the classroom because it starts with our youth and the classroom should be an extension of the family it should mm -hmm. not be a replacement for the family it should not be free babysitting opportunity the classroom yep. and the teacher my job as an educator as a teacher my job is to reinforce the parents yep. and to reinforce the values of family in the classroom not to take over it not to separate someone from yep. it to be fostering critical thinking to be fostering thinkers who can go out into the world and no matter what they do, if they go on to college, if they go mm -hmm. on to trade school, if they just, if they want to be a mother or if they want to be a father, if that's their objective, to be able to make the individual child feel like, okay, I have learned how to assess, I've learned how to study, I've learned how history has worked, where we've made mistakes and what we've mm -hmm. done right. I can build upon that foundation and I can take that into anything that I do in the future. And yeah. that is what we need to get back to and laser focused with on education. And I am glad that Oklahoma is really started to get there and lead the way on different options, trade schools and yep. college. Right. Yes, if you want to go to college. But we really did have this idea idea for a while, like you have to go to college and that's the only option. Yep. And I think we are starting this next generation and it's really being the ones that kind of started growing out of that and challenging that. We want college to be a good option for you. Unfortunately, we're seeing a lot of crazy things come out of the universities. Yep. We need to kind of rewrite that as well and set that record straight and back the way it's supposed to be and we used to get really good things out of the universities yep. <laughs> where they were founded to be, but now yep. we're seeing this transfer and this recruiting coming from the universities and coming from nonprofits and strategically placing teachers in our Oklahoma classrooms. The nonprofits we partner with in Oklahoma are no exception to 
the, some of the issues that we're facing and being part of the reason for that. But ultimately, at the end of the day, tackling all avenues and being united on things here in Oklahoma, I think is what we need to be focused on. I think just humans have this idea of compartmentalizing and sure. fitting what makes us comfortable. And this is the only thing that I can study or commit myself to, otherwise I failed if I yep. care about more than one thing. And I think that we need to be fostering and educating children to be critical thinkers, to be researchers, to be assessors, mm -hmm. and to take that practice no matter what they end up doing. That's right. You know, I think, I think we're on the, on the way to get there. I think we've got a long way to go, but I think that we've started putting back um, education in our schools where it should be. I think we've started to, to broaden that conversation about what that means for the whole state. And so, you know, we're going to keep fighting for it. We're going to keep working with families. We're going to keep listening to parents. It's funny, you listen to parents, they tell you. They, they tell you these are the problems, these are the issues. And so we're going to keep working as close to parents as possible and, and keep making that a reality. Yep. I kind of want to hand this torch to you for a second. If there's something on your heart that you feel like you want to share that is important, maybe we didn't hit on, or that you just want to highlight for listeners, you know, there'll be some people from other states, from the nation listening to this, whether it be through the Steamboat Institute and sure. the podcast that they have, or we also are very intentional about, about tying this to Oklahoma and our heart for Oklahoma. The Oklahoma sure. Lion podcast sure. is here to highlight Oklahomans that are doing w good work, telling their story to other Oklahomans. What would you leave us with? Something that Oklahomans need to know, but really the nation needs to know when it comes to education or family or any of the things we hit on today that are pertinent to our success in the future. Yeah, you know, I, I think there's no substitute for truth. I think that you have to have truth to have unity. Now, so many times you hear folks that want to jump over that and try to find other ways of, of accommodating lies, of, of accommodating indoctrination, accommodating, accommodating things that are really never going to lead yeah. to any type of unity. Unity comes through truth. Our schools have to be grounded in truth. That's why we're not going to um, allow the transgender lie to be fostered there. It's why we're not going to allow lies to be fostered about our history. We are going to continue to fight to keep truth in our schools and to keep letting our kids know the truth about America and let the truth know and the truth about themselves, which is you are capable of great things. If you work hard, if you have a vision, if you have a, you know, a, a set of beliefs and you adhere to them, you're capable of great things. And we want our kids to know that. And I think that that's, that that's really, really important, that you ground everything in truth in an education system. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Ryan Walters, so much for being here. I think this is an important topic. And uh, some of the questions and some of the things we hit on a different side of things that I think we needed to be talking about, it's very relevant. And I think the work that you're doing is great. And I think other people are watching. And I think, again, Oklahoma, because of what you're doing and what other people here are doing in Oklahoma and being united on those issues is going to become a top state in every way. Well, I appreciate it, Gabe. Thank you for the time today. Yeah.